Hello. Hello and welcome. Hello, Mark. Hello, Zach. <laughs> Where are we? That's a very good question. We're in the wilderness somewhere. Can anyone guess where we are? Well, it's green. It is. Can we give them a clue? We can. It's in London. It's in London. Can you imagine? We're in London. We're actually in a very famous park, but in the back sort of corner of it. You would never find it unless you were very clever like us, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. How long have we walked to get here? We've walked quite a way. <laughs> We're actually in Regent's Park. We're literally hop-skipping a fair walk from the epicentre of London. It's fantastic. And we are, as you might be able to hear, we're joined by the birds. We're joined by happy, happy people. We've given them permission. To, to play. To play. And um, we're joined probably by many insects as well, which is wonderful to see. Why we're moving around a little bit furtively <laughs> yes. at this very moment. Why we can't sit still. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome. We are um, here from London, live. And uh, this is, uh, we are the outsiders. And um, this is us saying hello, trying something new and different, as always, because we're outsiders, we like to be different. And we're cutting edge. Trying to be trying anything to that be. we like to be. Um, so let's, uh, let's continue with our exploration and discuss, first of all, let's sort of to figure out what an outsider is. I think what, it's very important that, to yeah. figure that out because a lot of people who have been listening to this probably don't know or haven't figured it out, but I think when you're in a situation in life when you are aware and sensitive to what's going on with you, you're in the perfect position to analyse this. A lot of people aren't, but why don't we start off with, before we give our own definition of outsider, what does the the Collins Dictionary uh, state an outsider is. It's, uh, it does state that an outsider is somebody who doesn't um, doesn't fit in or isn't part of some group. Belong. Belong to a group or organisation. Belong was the word I couldn't think of. Yeah. But that's what an outsider is officially under official terms as well as a few other things. But that's the most important one that we wish to focus on uh, for our series of explorations and uh, videos and podcasts. How about for you, for yourself? <laughs> well, for me, the idea is, I think, as I've said in many podcasts before, and I reiterate this really for clarity, is I don't think it's something you choose. It's not something you sort of wake up one morning and go, I am this. I mean, there's been many stories, many films made about being an outsider, and many people, creative people, actually are outsiders. But I, I think it really starts from, from, from the home, from growing up. And therefore, it affects how we uh, engage with life. And on that basis, it's something that happens to us and we adapt to as we evolve and grow. Um, for me personally, it has meant that the way I was, let's say, educated, brought up in my life was that basically I should be seen, not heard, which I think is a common theme for a lot of people. Therefore, I tended to go off into my own space and it, despite the fact that I had a brother we played from time to time but I think we both went into our own separate zones and this was the starting point of us being sort of adapting to life independently and it's always been the way it's been the way I suppose being formatively educated and the way I have been pretty much throughout my life hence why we're in a forest yes. what about you Zach well, it, it, it's uh, outsiders for me. I, I've always felt outside of sort of uh, the world in general. Um, for me, it's like sort of isolation. It's being isolated from 
as the dictionary suggests, an organisation, or I, I kind of felt isolated from the world in general. And I, it's a feeling I've always had of almost being an alien. It's almost as if I've been transported here. Um, and An out-of-body experience. Yeah, and I, the more I've read, it feels a bit like that sometimes. The more I've read about it, it's, to, it's linked to people with sensitivity yeah. where they do feel that they're disconnected from uh, a lot of the the world because they're not have feeling the same things as many people that they see on the street and that's how I've always felt I felt sort of slightly alien detached, detached from many people yeah. not saying everybody but from many people yeah. Yeah. Uh, from the sort of masses and it affects our behavior because it doesn't mean that we don't want or need or enjoy uh, engagement with people relationships friendships everyone needs some kind of interaction it's important however from my perspective anyway I'm quite happy to do my own things in my own space I enjoy my own company and I enjoy other people's company however I think I'm a little more finely tuned as to whether or not those people that organization uh, is for me or not Mm. and I can self-select which means folks and I don't know if you can relate to it I've got the best exit strategies known in man even these people behind me agree (laughs) yeah so it means that I know how to you know uh, take myself out of something pretty quickly Uh, it's not it's a skill it's not something I'm proud of Mm. but it is something you've uh, you adapt to you learn as you go through life I think that's that's the thing it's learning and learning about yourself as you go along because to do that takes confidence doesn't it and it's more confidence in yourself because for a long time you feel as if you should fit in we're sort of um, fed this idea perhaps through school perhaps through parenting and expectations that you've got to fit in you you and you don't want to stand out I think we're, we're not taught to stand out, are we? Or to be comfortable in our own uniqueness. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, again, what, what is interesting about this programme, which we've certainly learned as we go along, is that Zach and I possibly come from different perspectives. And yet, here we are sitting on a bench, or a, sorry, on a branch, <laughs> or on a birch, <laughs> yeah. in the middle of uh, the woodland somewhere in central London, discussing this very issue. It means, basically, that we can all come from different parts of life society wherever it is and and circumstances and find ourselves actually in the same space and that's kind of what an outsider is because yeah we're we're all affected by things differently and yet we find ourselves in a situation where we either self-impose this isolation or choose not to engage or uh, find that it just doesn't work for us or whatever it is but we are sensitive sensitive enough take that make that decision rather than hanging around Mm. hoping that we will eventually fit in or someone will give us permission to fit in yeah because it can it does sort of feel a bit uh, you can feel a bit guilty or feel a bit uh, some people feel ashamed because they can't fit in they think there's something wrong with them and I that's the thing that I want to try and um, help people with there's nothing wrong with any one of us really we're all our wonderful unique selves um, and we all have this sort of connection to anything that we want to. It's ultimately a connection to yourself, isn't it? It is. Yeah, that's where that's, you've got to start. That's where we start. Yeah. So, what are we talking about this week? That's that's what an outsider what is. Introduction that was. Hopefully, that's clear enough, and hopefully, that resonates with some of you out there. 
So we're going to be talking about and discussing and exploring as we try and do the idea of risk, isn't it? The um, should you take a risk? What is what is a risk? Why should you take a risk? When should you take a risk? There's lots of questions about that. We're not going to answer all of those, are we? Because I've probably thrown up too many now. <laughs> there we go. I've taken a risk just by hand, being handled this microphone. That is very true. That is a risk. Yeah. Um, so, but we, we've got a couple of stories that we'd like to share uh, with you about um, risks that we've taken in our lives. And then, and there have been, yeah, absolutely many of those. But And also, we're going to try and sort of come up, come up with an outcome. So, um, but at the end of this episode, we hope that you uh, have some some fear. Um, Hopefully, not fear. Well, no, I'm, tr- I'm trying to say fear removed. Remove the fear. Remove the fear of, anxi- of anxiety for or... taking a risk. Okay. And yeah. so, to, you know, to have a bit of confidence towards actually, uh, because as we've said in previous podcasts, it's about doing as much as believing, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to do. Yeah. As well, yeah. but um, we'll start with a couple of stories. Um, let's start with Mark's story on taking a risk. What was it? There was well, a story. Been many, got... Zach. I think the one that happened most recently, which really was for me a, a big step, was that um, quite recently I started to really engage with music. It's something in my head I'd been doing most of my life. And for the very reason we sort of introduced the idea of being an outsider, I wasn't really encouraged or uh, supported or, you know, given any sort of belief, confidence to to do something. Uh, So therefore I kind of went into my head. And that's how life sort of played out for a long time. Um, My dreams and my aspirations were locked away, as it were. Um, Later in life, and there's lots of other stories, but, but later in life I decided that I should start to pick up the guitar again and I did this in periods over in my life but this time I did it with a bit more conviction and the reason for that was that I'd written a letter to my daughter because we were separated by space by time and I was really starting to miss her and I wanted to write a letter to her the craziest thing was that the letter was indeed something that it didn't wasn't intended to be uh, it turned out to be a song how do I know that well I'd written this letter to to my daughter to tell her how much I loved her and missed her etc and I was watching or listening to sort of on and off one of these TV series that happened to be on while I was writing and thinking and whatever and it was a TV series called Nashville which was you know kind of light entertainment but quite enjoyable and I sort of got into it and the lead character said to write a song you just need three chords and a story and it resonated with me it was just one of those things that just hit me right between the eyes at the right time I'd written this letter to Olivia my daughter and almost within I don't know hours of that had gone to a record uh, to a a music store which was very close where I lived bought a guitar raced upstairs I mean this is how impulsive I was and I started to work on this because I realised that actually my letter was a song Yeah. and that was the answer to my both my anxiety my emotion and it was putting it on a platform or in a, in a way on a vehicle that I really resonated with and so you know a few weeks later I actually crafted this song now the learning in this 
was that I had identified what I wanted to do, I had identified how I wanted to do it, and something that just lifted me up, my confidence, my belief, the fact that I could do it, that I enjoyed doing it, that it meant something, just all the boxes organically were ticked. But the challenge and the learning curve before I pass on to Zach was the fact that that wasn't the end of it, you see. Because although you can always play for yourself in your own room for your own enjoyment, mine was actually a message, a communication to somebody else. And had I not communicated this message, then it would be internalised again. So I made it my mission to practice it and then perform it for my daughter. Now to some of you that might sound like not a big deal but actually believe me when I tell you that performing for somebody that you really care about is far more daunting than going out in front of a huge crowd playing something that doesn't really mean too much to you and that's what I ended up doing. Now the outcome of that was that not only was my daughter like mesmerized by the fact that I could do this and it, it resonated with her, it connected with her and we both looked at each other and we'd actually made some real tangible connection that I c couldn't have done through a letter. So that's my full circle and my learning and I hope that that means or connects with some of you out there. Zach, the floor is yours. <laughs> Take it away. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I do understand as well being um, when I do a play or any other thing if I know one of my family is out there watching it's so much harder when there's people that you know so f because you want their um, acknowledgement or you know you want them to enjoy themselves and get something out of it so I totally get the pressure that you put yourself under or the pressure that you felt performing for your daughter um, my story of taking a risk is is very different but I suppose it does highlight the, the different people that we are. I mean, I, I've made no um, made no secret of the fact that I've got depression. I talk about it a lot. And um, many years ago, a few, not many years ago, a few years ago, I was on heavy medication. Um, I had to be on heavy medication. And I hated being on medication. I felt ill all of the time. I actually felt worse than I did when I was depressed. I felt like I was a, a zombie. I couldn't I couldn't laugh as much as I couldn't cry it was completely uh, I was like the terminator and um, I took a decision after a, a little while of this I made a decision I talked to my other half and said this is what I'm going to do I didn't go to my GP and I know that's naughty um, I didn't go any or didn't seek professional advice I just knew in my heart that I had to come off of this medication but I knew the risks that in, involved that were involved in that because of course by coming off the medication then I'm get going uh, taking the risk of going back to where I was and where I was was self-harming and suicidal thoughts but I took that risk on because I actually wanted I wanted to feel happy again I wanted to feel that joy again I wanted to laugh at funny movies again and I naturally naturally exactly and I knew that by having to have that by by wanting to get that side of the emotion I had to also accept the other stuff yeah and I chose to do that and 18 months it took for the uh, the effects of the medication to wear off before I started to feel human again but what I got to was a point of balance and primarily that was because I chose to go down a route of meditation and mindfulness in order just to reconnect with myself 
Now that doesn't work for everyone, but it did work for me. Since then, I've moved on and learnt other things, and um, because I've tried CBT and all the other, you know, I've been to psychotherapy and stuff. That doesn't work for me, but this does, and um, I, I managed to get to a point of emotional balance. Now that doesn't mean that I don't have depression. That means that there are days when I feel like crap, but I now know what to do, and. This is why part of the reason I'm doing this podcast and part of the reason that connected the two of us is because I use the arts as a as a form to help me through those difficult times. And that's where we connected yeah. uh, at a network. That's how we found each other, through, uh, through the, the, the mutual love and interest in creativity and expression. Um, and this is also why we're, we're doing a podcast too, because we know there are people out there who have similar issues and that may relate to creativity and expression, self-expression, uh, wanting to release things that have been locked away for, for a long time. What we call in the comfort zone, just blocking things off, pushing them off. A lot of people living like this. So we want to really try and connect with those of you out there that you know, can relate to something like this. So we've got our process, we've got our podcasts that come out weekly. We're called The Outsiders because that's how we see ourselves and that's how we've lived our lives. And our podcast really is all about shaping up to be the best version of ourselves and living within these constraints that we're, we're aware of. Um, which I hope again, for those of you who are listening or watching this, you can relate to. What we're going to put together and maybe you'll find it useful is we're going to do this five step uh, little kind of what a PDF or some kind yeah, of booklet yeah. that we say, see as the leading tips to help you move away from this self-contained isolation um, in life the prison whatever it is you yeah. want to call it and start to become you know the true authentic version of yourselves being you know really at, in connection or in the flow with who you are and we're going to make that available to you but to get this because obviously there are so many ways and means of getting this podcast um, we would like it if you join our community on Facebook and what's it called Zach? It's called Mark and Zach at the Outsiders Mark and Zach the Outsiders at hip not to be square yeah and I wrote that and I never remember it never remember it um, yeah so we've got a place a community where you can come along join us share your views you know ideas stories suggestions we will over time invite some of you who, who wish to come up and either meet us live or we'll do a broadcast yeah. um, podcast where you can tell us your story and this is how it will evolve so I think we're, we're at it we're, we're at we're, it yeah we are evolving <laughs> organically we're trying to be uh, you know just just to enjoy ourselves and um, express ourselves with freedom and I think that's part of it um, it's about getting to a, a point of freedom isn't it emotionally spiritually well the, the, the world your world everyone's world is so much better isn't it when you feel at one with yourself you feel connected you know you're I mean when you're not in that space you're not the best person in the world to be around no nope. if you are in that space then yeah you know you're connected to life again and that's what we're hoping for you really 
So that wraps up. I think I've got an insect that's got up my sleeve. Oh, I say. Um, So that uh, wraps up this episode, I think. So uh, see you on Facebook and uh, keep listening. listening. Share share your ideas, share your views. Watching, as they used to say. Is it? Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. We will see you soon. Take care. See you. Bye.